Real talk. Real people. Real stories. The He's Just Podcast. Yeah! Welcome everyone to another He's Just Podcast. This is Jules Duget, owner and founder of the He's Just a Social Work movement. Listen to us on the He's Just a Social Worker show, WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. We have another great show for you today. Super excited about our guests. But at this moment, I want to remind you all that this plight was created because often we were overlooked, we were labeled, we were put in boxes. And this program and programs like these are for anyone and everyone who feels a need to be understood. We are strong as individuals, but unstoppable when we unite. Today's show is super amazing because we're going to learn about the life of someone who is dedicated to health and the well-being, but he's also just a normal person with a ton of knowledge. It's an honor to have him here today, my friend, Herschel Rana. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Herschel, you know, for years, I'll go to your store at Nature's Way and, you know, hello, hello and pleasantries, but you've always been like a walking encyclopedia. You know everything about health. And every time that I saw you, I was like, how many people will benefit from listening to this man and his journey? When we're talking about the industry, he understands the ins and outs, but he's also a homey person that understands remedies and the home cook vibe, which is what he's so passionate about. Can you tell us a little bit about your work in this healthy industry and tell us about Nature's Way? So basically, the store has been around for almost 50 years now, coming up to 50 years. And basically, my family got into the business around 15 years ago, and I joined up around nine years ago, mm. nine years this uh, April, to be in fact. And yeah, it's been a crazy up and down because before it used to be a very niche uh type of store now you can find organic foods and supplements and stuff everywhere but hey that's what happens i get all my goods from there and i'm super lucky and benefited because you're there and your staff which is super super versed and experienced very pleasant and they help every customer every single time one of the things i want to talk to you about your um passion i know that I called you the king of spice and we titled this show, the king of spice, there ain't no higher because every time that I go in there, I'm asking you about specific products and you always have like a great answer and say, Hey, well, this works, but there's also there. You have a keen eye of supporting people to what is the value, not so much the cost. And that's something that we are going to learn about as we continue to talk through this show. One of the questions that I wanted to ask right now was, you know, growing up, in a home full of spices were you guided by mom dad was this something that you guys just walked into how was that so basically i mean i'm indian so spices are literally everything mm. uh, my mother is an amazing cook so i kind of got all of this from her so one of the things that you're going to say is that mom and we all say mom is the best cook tell me some of the tips that mom was able to pass over to you that you still use inside of the store that many people won't, won't probably think about Honestly, it's just variety. Mm. You can't just limit yourself to just a few teaspoons or going by just a recipe. You go by basically what your heart tells you and just play with it. You know, there are some unconventional methods now and many people, you know, you look at the internet, you look at these places, many doctors and experts have also talked about their research. But I like to talk about the community side of things. And your store, one of the things that draws me is, it is amazing how many different ethnic groups visit. How many people go to visit and venue your store because of the pleasantries, the amount of products that you guys have. Can you tell me about the methods that you've learned throughout the years to be like the most helpful, maybe to your practice and to your um, research? Yeah, so basically um, we used to have a lot of just mainly supplements. But over the years, our bulk herbs have completely exploded because we found that people in the African communities, the Caribbean communities, the Spanish communities, mm -hmm. they would rather make their own teas and smoothies and stuff mm -hmm. rather than just get the supplemental form. 
and it lets you actually in a way be closer to the ingredients by making it with the spices and herbs this is a very um successful business and nature's way obviously um offers tons of supports if you visit their website you're you're able to see some of the information that many you know people who want to eat healthier are thinking about you know there's tons of papers and 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 data to support healthy diets are always essential why is it good to eat healthy or to have a healthy diet do you think i mean it just makes things easier like if you're on if you're healthy you don't have to worry about a lot of the stresses <clears throat> oftentimes by eating unhealthy it stresses out the body mm. when your body's stressed out it has to put more energy into getting rid of the stresses mm -hmm. so your cortisol levels go up your blood pressure goes up your blood sugar goes up now your body has to compensate and oftentimes your you become less able to do certain things because of those impediments by eating healthy by reversing some of these things it makes just life easier a lot of people call that like that safe or protection mode that you go in you visit a doctor and sometimes he or she may recommend diet and exercise is that common questions that you hear for people who walk into your store asking you absolutely so what i tell those people is yeah you need to change your life but sometimes unless it is very very uh deep into like say very bad heart uh heart issues or blood sugar you have to just start making small changes mm. small changes over time can allow you to make more small changes and instead of just completely uprooting your entire lifestyle you know one of the things that i do appreciate about you and staff whenever i have visited is that you you do offer specialists to come to the store and have these one-on-ones and you do allow um these providers to showcase their products but also teach people how to how to and i think that for our listeners one of the biggest issues that we have is that we just don't know how to get started we don't know where to begin when we do this so we visit a person like yourself or someone at a store similar to yours to ask these questions but when we begin to think about it, what are some of the essential foods that usually you would recommend? And this is different because everyone is different. There could be someone who's there to lose weight, someone's there to gain weight, someone's there to lower their blood pressure. What are, what are some of those foods and things that you're thinking about when you're thinking about that combination to provide you as a foundational base? Honestly, it all depends on the person you're talking to because mm -hmm. sometimes you, though, bring it back, um, all you really need is just fresher food. I would rather say just make a little bit um, uh, very simple recipes mm -hmm. and go from there rather than trying to fill your pantry up with just a bunch of healthy um, uh, snacks or mm -hmm. uh, canned goods or just fresh food, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I think we we kind of spoke about this before this conversation. But let's let's let our audiences listen to this. Um, one of the things that we often do now when we go to stores is we pick up these products and we look at the labels. We begin to read. This has this content. This has soy. This has that, et cetera, et cetera. What is it about the industry that you believe is happening, and how is that change impacting the way that we think and feel? So for the longest time, I noticed that in the health food industry, there was a lot of shaming going on about you should be eating only organic. You should be only eating clean. Mm -hmm. You should be only doing this. Mm -hmm. However, coming from a background that is of Indian descent and a lot of the things that I grew up on eating, mm -hmm. the spices, the flavors, they weren't really found in the industry for a very long time. Mm -hmm. It was very much just bland food, bland this, bland that. And now I feel like it is coming around that flavor is okay. Spices mm -hmm. are okay. Mm -hmm. Spices are actually more beneficial than just eating nothing. And I've also basically understood that you, not, you don't have to just eat very expensively. Mm -hmm. To be healthy, you don't need to have the best of everything. Mm -hmm. If you can afford it, get it. Mm -hmm. If not, 
eat within your means. So we were talking about that as well. And let's spell this out for them. So if I am a person who was advised by my physician to purchase organic or cleaner uh, meals or spices and foods, now I'm faced with a budget. Can you help us understand what that looks like? And is it feasible for someone who doesn't make so much money to do this? So sometimes, yeah, you can have the expensive stuff. But uh, say, for example, you want to add more beans to your diet. Instead of having a bunch of cans of beans, just buy bulk, uh, bulk bags of uh, dried beans, soak them overnight, mm -hmm. uh, cook, them, cook them on the stovetop, and there you have way more than what you would be paying for in a little can. Mm -hmm. or in meats yeah you can get a slightly cheaper cut but marinate it mm -hmm. get it tenderized and then cook it off and you can get some of the same tastes mm -hmm. with less budget so are you focusing more on taste or is it equal to the nutrients that we're also looking for when you do that you can get equal nutrients mm -hmm. you don't have to work you worry about that yeah uh how do i put it so when you think about that, maybe is it overnighting stuff and keeping the marinade? Is it making sure that the seals are not removed from potatoes and onions? What are, what are some of those tips? Honestly, buying in bulk helps at times. Uh, and just adding more spices because sometimes I'll tell people like, yeah, you can eat chicken and broccoli every day to get, to get healthy, mm -hmm. but then you get bored of it. Mm. Now, if you one day added um, garam masala and turmeric and chili powder to the chicken, and uh, now you have somewhat Indian chicken. Mm -hmm. If you add soy marinated in soy sauce or and chilies and green onions, now you have Asian style. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can, if you take some like ras al hanout, uh, mm -hmm. other spices, you have a Middle Eastern style. So you can very much just have small amounts of spices and elevate a very basic dish, dish into something that can wow people. That's beautiful. Cause I think that some of us who are thinking having the same meals every day can become tedious and quite boring. And you just allowed us to have some of that. And we will have some of these recipes, if you will, or tips on our website so that the audiences can kind of take advantage. So thank you for that. Now from a small business um, perspective, were there any moments where you felt um, you're not going to be able to sustain inflation? Because we talked about these organic products could be difficult. Changes in competition. What are you up against from a small business um, side of things? So for us, the biggest competitor has been uh, Amazon mm. and the internet. For a while, we thought that we wouldn't make it, but one of the biggest advantages that we've now had is that a lot of our companies, our vendors mm -hmm. are starting to put in policies that limit how much a online company can discount at. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes when we can, we match those discounts that mm -hmm. online have. have. Mm -hmm. And in some cases we go beyond that. And in certain products, we are 10, 20, 30% cheaper than online. Mm. You know, like for me, I do shop online and I also visit your store. So looking at it from that side of things, there could be times that there is a specific soap that I'm looking for. I'd rather go to you because I'm able to see the soap, look at it. And if I buy something online, I may know the name and probably get it cheaper, but am I getting the real deal? Am I really getting that product? What are some of the things that customers come to you with when it comes to those type of questions? So they're often looking for something that is tangible, mm -hmm. like especially with soaps and stuff. How do you know that it's going to smell good? Mm -hmm. How do you know it's going to, without just seeing it or mm -hmm. smelling it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my other thing that I've been doing is that I've been spending time finding new products mm -hmm. that are from smaller, all other smaller businesses, because I've noticed that in the last couple of years, we have had an, a huge influx of people who a few years ago weren't doing this job, starting to create new products, starting to create body um, skincare products. And those are some of my now biggest products. And once again, this is Herschel Rana, the King of Spice. And today we're talking about eating healthy and taking the first step on the path to good health. That's the promo on Nature's Way Health Foods site. 
One of the things that we found that over the years, you've been able to look at what you just shared, the best products for your individual needs. And I think that our listeners are looking at this from a scope of when I think of healthy things, I think of ginger, I think of green tea. These are known names and things that we can start with. Are there things that you think about when you go home and say, these are products that a lot of clients are asking me and I should get more information about this so I can bring it out? Yeah, so there's a lot of people that are concerned about chemicals. Mm. Uh, this has this chemical, this has that chemical. And a lot of people are using these apps that Mm-hmm. That that you can just scan your products and it will tell you. There are some ups and downs to both of those. Um, while some of these apps are great, they they give you a lot of good information. It is very limited because oftentimes it comes down to research. Most people will research research things and will look at a headline and that's about it. However, when you look into the headline itself beyond it into the actual research that they're doing Mm -hmm. the compounds that they're testing with are in scales beyond way beyond which a new normal person would be even consuming in a year Mm -hmm. so it it is a double-edged sword yes and for us here we focus on the mental health aspect and those challenges because many of our audiences are trying to learn more about social emotional learning social emotional intelligence and so on i know you see a lot of people who come to you in the common topics maybe depression and and mental health what are some of those topics without naming names that you think are trends that have continued to kind of plateau and move forward or some who started and then kind of went down can you name some of those identifications like products or herbs or well it could be that to combat but let's say someone comes in and says i'm feeling depressed and they come to you and they won't go to the to their doctor they come to you and say i'm feeling depressed what can i do oftentimes i will i have always been a big proponent of therapy of how do i put it yeah therapy and just help is okay Mm mm-hmm So, so like for me, have you ever had to feel that when a person comes to you and they ask you such questions, you feel at that particular moment that there is a need to draw them to that direction of finding a therapeutic outlet? Why is that important? I find it important because, and I came to realize over the years that people come to to us in the store because mm-hmm. they trust us. Mm-hmm. It's a outside source outside of family that w- if they give you the same advice, mm-hmm. they might be more willing to take that advice because it's not just family. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to everyone should not be, or what it comes down to is that asking for help is okay. You don't have to do everything on your own, which I feel like is a very big thing in in immigrant communities that mm-hmm. because our parents came here they struggled they had mm-hmm. a lot of hardships and they didn't have the resources mm-hmm. they basically told us we did this you have to do the same mm-hmm. but it is okay to ask for that help well thank you for for shining light on that because our platform is built for that we've had past shows that have talked about mental health and about the struggles that everyone goes through, because we all know we all have faced either ourselves or family members. Have you had to deal with mental health personally or from a family side that you can share? I did have a little bit of um, of stuff because I work with my father mm-hmm. and it's not really a mental health thing. It's more of a frustration thing, which mm-hmm. can be part of mental health. Mm-hmm. Well, it is part of mental health mm-hmm. because sometimes, especially with working with family, you butt heads all the time Mm. and sometimes it feels like you're not getting heard Mm -hmm. even and sometimes you're not it takes a huge battle Mm. to get your idea out Mm. and when it succeeds Mm. it's great so yeah over it working with my father for basically half my life Mm -hmm. he always saw me as his son Mm -hmm. and over the years he's starting to see me as his equal Mm. and 
now letting me take all the decisions and just letting me run with it. I'm very honored that you shared that example because I want everyone to listen. There are many times that we believe that mental health is some sort of taboo, that is some sort of situation. And you so beautifully just let us understand that there are moments that our day-to-day lives are kind of linked with mental health because of what we need to do, even with the supports or the or the people that love us most. Talking about that aspect of things, your creativity when I visit the store is there. And I know that you're the go-to person when it comes to non-bias, straight out, straight shooter information. But you shared something about you and your dad. Was that something that for you, it took time? Did you have to go through obstacles to get to that conversation? Have you had a conversation about those things? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it took a ton of time, took a ton of talking with him Mm. because sometimes his, his mentality was a lot more old school. Mm -hmm. His idea is a lot more old school because that's how his, uh, that's how he succeeded. Mm -hmm. And my ideas were slightly different. So we would always clash because I, my ideas were a little more new school, not even new school, but like, let's be more aggressive in this. Let's be more aggressive in that. Mm -hmm. His aggression when it came to just business was a a little bit different. Mm -hmm. He's more negotiated, negotiative. Mm He's, he does spend a little more time on the, on the research side of things when he, when it comes to buying a new business and all that. I sometimes went a little bit too quickly into, okay, let's just jump into this. Mm -hmm. So I was more like a springboard. He was more of a watcher. Mm. So now over time, he started to see my way in certain degrees. And Mm. I've seen some of his ways in certain degrees. So now it becomes a lot easier when you start to balance each other out. And seeing you from afar, I can see both of them in you. Um, I've seen you with your dad and he's amazing as well. Shout out to him. You know, these down moments when they do happen, when you're dealing up, even against family, even against a person you love and honor so much, these are moments that are frustrating. And I think that you let us understand that it's not going to be perfect. What what were the things that helped you overcome some of these down moments before you had that conversation? Sometimes I did always feel why, like question myself, why doesn't he say this? Why doesn't he say that? Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he say X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. But then after, growing older, I start to understand, okay, this is why he doesn't say it. But at the same time, I start to understand that he is also learning. Mm. He is also growing mm. and that he's taking steps as well. Mm. And thank you for that, because I think that it allows everyone to understand that we are all in family and the people that we identify of as support. So sometimes they're gonna challenge us and we have to work together with them so that we can grow and get better. What are some of the things that you do for self-care? Cause I'm always seeing you working. Is there anything that you do to take care of yourself? So yeah, most of the time it's cooking. Mm. Okay. okay. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite things in the world is to cook. And so while I'm at the store, mm. if I'm not with someone, I'm thinking of what I wanna make. Oh, it's. And my new thing has been fusion food. So mm. my whole idea is I'll take one, uh, two cuisines from two completely different places and mm. fuse them together, mm. but in a way that honors both. So if I come up with like a few years ago, I came up with the idea for Mexican Indian fusion where I made uh, paneer tacos mm-hmm. with like a al pastor uh, marinade and uh, pineapple chutney. Then I, st- but because I was doing this, I started doing research on Mexican cuisine. Mm. And when I, cause I just picked al pastor out of nowhere. And then when I was doing the research on al pastor, I learned how the whole uh, c- cooking uh, method of al pastor came from Lebanese immigrants that moved from Lebanon into Mexico mm. and they brought their cooking, their ideas, and it created something new. Mm. And so because of that, I needed to, I realized I needed to honor that as well. So I made a garlic tomb to add on top of it. Mm. So it's just my whole outlook with, especially with the, with food is that it is the best 
gateway to other cultures. You get to learn about other cultures just from taste. And when we talk about that, and I'm hoping that you share that fusion recipe and we get to put that, if it's not too complicated, on the website so others can try that and name it. Um, you know, one of the things that our nation faced was COVID. And just like any business, they had to struggle, they had to deal. What were the things that you and your team planned, didn't plan, things that you didn't think about? Tell us about COVID. COVID was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the easiest way to put yeah. it. Yeah. It was one of our busiest uh, few months or years in a long while mm -hmm. because it kind of introduced a, a brand new audience to the health food industry because while they could get certain things from regular grocery stores, mm -hmm. Uh, people started to turn to natural medicine to help prevent uh, COVID, to protect themselves from COVID. Mm -hmm. And so we just start, started to see a huge influx of people. And it's been it's been fun seeing all these new faces, especially because so many people mm -hmm. in the Connecticut area now, they moved up here from New York after everything was kind of shut down down there. Mm -hmm. So you being from New York, Queens in the house, and I know that you tell me you are really Connecticut for so many years, but tell us about that New York side of you. People really don't really know that you're from Queens for real. <laughs> yeah, I was basically born in uh, Jamaica, Queens. So mm. oftentimes if someone asks where I'm from, I will jokingly say I'm from Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, no, it's, it's one of my favorite cities. It is my favorite city because of just how diverse it is. You can literally have food from every single country in the world there. Mm. And you know, when you talked about your fusion dish, I started taking my mind about, wow, how did Lebanese people go over and Lebanese went down to Mexico? That is amazing. And thank you for sharing that because, you know, when you hear about that linkage of how we come together and you put that in your foods, that's just amazing for people to touch base and use that for self-care. So thank you for that. But you talked about now during COVID, there were supplements. Can you tell us what some of those supplements were and why did you think people were, was it media driven or was it people just knowing that this was something to like help them out? Part of it was media driven because, I, well, a lot of it was some of the things that everyone was used to, vitamin C, mm -hmm. mainly vitamin C. And mm -hmm. to the point that there was one day that I walked in and my entire shelf was completely empty mm. and we couldn't get anything for about uh, two weeks. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, people just said, Hey, what can I take? Mm -hmm. That was the best, the, the most common question I got. Mm -hmm. What can I take to just keep my immune system up? So my most common answer was oregano oil, echinacea, mm -hmm. uh, stuff to reduce stress because honestly, things like ashwagandha, holy basil, mm -hmm. those are great tools because oftentimes when you're stressed out, mm -hmm. your immune system drops. So if you can reduce your stress levels, you can increase your immune system rather than just push, pushing the immune system farther. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us again how that remedy would work so you can get just the spice oregano? Is it leaf, whole leaf? How do you put that you together? You can do whole leaf. It is an, it's advantageous. However, um, oregano oil is the pressed oil from the fresh leaves mm -hmm. so it is slightly expensive but all you need is like one or two drops a day and that's all and that will be good for about a, six months to a year you know COVID really put a sense of unity and i think that you also talked about your feeling um from a business side many people are thinking yeah the whole shelf is going good but i know in you and in your family not having the products that your consumers really need during a stressful time. How did that make you feel when you were unable and now you went to the plan B kind of aspect to support? Honestly, my biggest thing nowadays is just bring it on. That's my, that's become my, my main motto because when you have a hardship, especially in our industry with just not having product, not having uh, the supply chain issues that we had, I just started researching and finding other companies, smaller companies outside mm. of the main big ones. Mm -hmm. And by finding these smaller companies, we were able to make a pivot to say, hey, instead of this, I have this company, mm. use their stuff. Mm -hmm. And it is most of the stuff, most, and 
with my research, I only get best the best companies because I would rather spend a little more mm -hmm. and give my customers the best quality mm -hmm. than get extremely cheap stuff and sell it at a premium. Friends, I think that we can honor, you know, Herschel for his ability to help us think outside the box. As you can listen to this so far, we have learned from him that it's not really about the amount of money that you put down. And sometimes it is. Sometimes on the business side, they must spend more money to get us the products that we need and vice versa. But there are many times that you are caught up in thinking organic is the way to go, but there are some alternatives. So thank you for that. I think that um, for many of us, is it necessary shopping at a specific place versus another when we're looking for these products? Or is it easier to just go out, make a list, and find whoever's got the best prices? So for me, it all depends on, on what you can afford at the time. Mm -hmm. Because get the best within your means is what I say. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go for the top 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 line products mm -hmm. if you if you can make a concession in certain things okay get boxed pasta mm -hmm. but make a fresh sauce with canned tomatoes mm -hmm. get the regular box spices mm -hmm. and yeah they might or just get a bulk um uh, bulk be like i was saying earlier bulk beans mm -hmm. get a bunch of those and you can you can basically spread that out a lot farther mm -hmm. than you can with just getting fresh stuff sometimes well you know i've titled you the king of spice but all, all all due respect to all of the people who are cooks and chefs out there i tend to always ask you questions about spices because you have this ability to kind of volume spicy versus taste and you have a deep deep conversation whenever i've asked you questions about that whether it's green tea or whatever when we're talking about spices what are the go-to's that we should think about if we're trying to support our immune system, for instance, what are the spices that I'm thinking about? For those, I always go with ginger, turmeric, and stuff that warms you. So cumin, coriander. Mm -hmm. And is that easier to do in like tea or soup? Or what What do you recommend in there? So with most of those, put it in your food. Mm. Grind them up. Put it. Put a little bit of like a teaspoon or two into mm -hmm. the food mm -hmm. in as you're cooking. And that way, the the spices bloom. Mm -hmm. You get. Uh, more absorption mm -hmm. and it just tastes better so for people who are slower maybe lethargic like moody depressive what are the spices that you're thinking about so in those cases i would often say things that have adaptogenic effects mm. adaptogenics are things that affect the adrenal glands increase energy and not in the way that coffee would, mm -hmm. but more of at a basal rate. So it might ink, ink out a little bit extra. Mm -hmm. And as you take it, you get a little more energy for the day. And for that, I often use things like holy basil, ashwagandha, mm -hmm. ginseng, mm -hmm. eleuthero, mm -hmm. things that will give you a little bit more of a push, mm -hmm. but not stress out your heart. I've seen guys who are really built come to you for muscle advice and and i want to gain weight and but i don't want to take all these products i want a natural diet what are some of those spices you're recommending for those guys who are trying to gain muscle and do things like that well, muscle gaining i mean that is all going to be about protein mm -hmm. all going to be about how, your food intake but for those people the other important thing is inflammation mm -hmm. so things like turmeric mm -hmm. uh boswellia those will help reduce the inf inflammatory effects on the body mm -hmm. that they definitely face as as someone who lifts all the time mm -hmm. so i know you deal a lot and and your staff is so versed and shout out to the doctors that you have on staff and the people who who come to visit to offer advice for our elderly population who are struggling with alzheimer's dementia and these kind of, you know, older, uh, elderly kind of illnesses, what are some of those spices that you're recommending? So I'll be completely honest where in saying that there, there aren't any spices that will reverse the effects mm -hmm. on these things because it mm -hmm. just doesn't exist. My whole thing is I'm, I like to be honest with people. Mm -hmm. However, you have things like ginkgo, bacopa, mm -hmm some of these mushrooms like lion's mane that can help slow down the effects mm -hmm. and that's what i love about you the most that you never come out saying yeah i'm the expert this is how this goes you really have 
at least to what your knowledge is and you tell people that and thank you about that and like i told y'all he is the king of spice i could go all day with this and he has answers for it let's talk about some teas a lot of people now got into the tea game i'm one that i usually go there and i'm asking you about the green tea there's one that you just put a little flakes and then it pops up is the orange one with the this what are you, what are you thinking about when people come to tea when it comes to i want to have more energy what is the tea that i'm thinking about For t it all depends on what you like to taste because some people like the um uh, the robustness of black tea some people want something more lighter like a green tea or a white tea so it all ba it's all based on what you like mm -hmm. though the most important thing that people uh one of the things that people tend to do is they'll put a, a tea bag into their hot water mm -hmm. and just sip on it as they go mm -hmm. what happens then is that as you drink it the tea keeps steeping and you start pulling out a lot of the more bitter tannin uh tannins of the tea mm. which makes it that last few uh sips very unpalatable mm. what people don't uh, under, uh, what you should be doing is take your hot water, mm -hmm. add the tea into it, mm -hmm. let it steep for about five minutes, and then take it out. Beautiful. However, one of the other things that I uh, I tell to people is that, especially if you have the loose teas, mm -hmm. you can spread it a little bit farther mm -hmm. by, once you strain it, take a little bit of a, a kitchen towel or a tea towel, mm -hmm. put put the, uh, the the tea onto it, let it dry, let it um, dry again, and you can steep it one more time. You won't get all the benefits mm -hmm. that you got from that first steep, but you still will pull out at least like 85 to 90% of it. And does it matter to put one bag versus two bags? Does that matter? Doesn't matter now. Okay. It all depends on how strong you want it. And that goes for if now for summertime and it's too hot to drink tea, is it okay to have that same formula but make it iced tea? Oh, absolutely. There's mm -hmm. no way that you have to have tea hot. Mm. I often tell people, hey, if you don't like hot tea, make a big batch of these teas and just put it in the fridge. Mm. Now, when it comes to nuts, I know a lot of people, um, almonds and peanuts and whatever, there's a lot of research and 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 it's extensive because a lot of people like to snack on them. They make their own granolas and things like that. What is beneficial that to your understanding about nuts that, that you want our listeners to understand when it comes to it? So nuts are often a good source of good fats. Mm -hmm. If, and it's just, honestly, they just taste good, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but there are some nuts that have a little more benefit than others. So like if you're low in selenium, eat one, uh brazil nut mm -hmm. that will give you a good amount of your daily amount of uh, selenium mm -hmm. so so for many of us who do the peanut butter and jelly and you guys make your own which is beautiful that's the best one ever but you in in thinking about the idea of this creation does it matter because some of us can't really or probably have allergies what are some alternatives if if i'm allergic to nuts that you think can be offered to support if I want to get that kind of high fat. So there are a good amount of options. If you're if you're just allergic to peanuts, you have the option of almond butter, cashew butter, and walnut butters. If you're allergic to tree nuts and peanuts in general, mm -hmm. there is sunflower seed butter. Mm -hmm. There is hemp seed butter. Mm -hmm. You can honestly any nut or seed can be butterized. When I go to you, I usually get sage and I get different things to, to make the house smell good and different things of that nature. You guys have opened up that side of the store and I've seen it every time getting beautifully. The other day I asked you about rocks and different things. Was that your idea or is it something that just the public is beginning to ask for and you're just trying to support that? It's mainly the public w was looking for it. We mm -hmm. had a much smaller section for that. Mm -hmm and now over the years it's just become its own entity where people are coming just for those things so in that i'm trying to find companies that are at i'm trying to find companies that are the best at what they do in that field mm -hmm. where we found this one company out of uh we found this one company out of Argentina mm -hmm. where they hand roll all of their incense sticks mm -hmm. with charcoal that's made from discarded fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. And they have Palo Santo incense sticks where for every tree that they use of the Palo Santo, 
they will replant another tree in its place. Mm, beautiful. And there are many times that, that I go to the store and you have a specialist there that's a diet, a nutritionist specialist. On the nutrition side of things, what are some of the health foods that people are tending or it could be in pill form? What are the things that people are looking out for when it comes to improving their overall nutrition? So oftentimes it's multivitamins. Mm -hmm. Multivitamins are great because they cover up what you're lacking. And that's the whole idea with supplements. They're not supposed to be replacing what you eat every day. It's to su uh, supply what you're lacking from the food that you're eating currently. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes people will be getting multivitamins, things like fish oil, anti-inflammatories, and most often now is collagen. You know, many of us that have those pantries that we have these herbs home and we don't have opportunities to look in that dark side of the pantry that, oh, they gifted me this for Christmas and I didn't even know I had this, so on and so forth. You and your family tend to think about herbs as something that's almost part of your family. It's part of your identity almost. What do spices mean to you and to your family? Spices. And I'm talking from the side of the spice and how you connect to it. So if you have this specific spice, it brings you back to your childhood. It connects you to mom, those, those kind of talks. Honestly, it's just spices have become is Indian history. It, the whole of India was known for their spices, the spice road, everything comes back to that. Mm -hmm. It's, there's so much of it, uh, of what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat in Ayurveda, mm -hmm. which is the Indian, uh, ancient Indian, uh, medicinal practices mm -hmm. where they say, take this to combat that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it is just the history because a lot of what I started out with was stuff that was passed down from my grandmother, from my great grandmother, stuff they used to use because modern medicine was not a thing in rural India. Mm. Thank you so much for that. And I think that that was a great answer to a question about connectivity and how foods can make families unite and help you think about your upbringing and feeling healthy and so on. What are some of the tips and strategies that you can provide for our listeners when we're thinking about, I want to eat organic, and you kind of mentioned this before, but what is a natural way to look at that? Like I said before, you don't have to eat organic to get healthier. What I always tell people is just eat a little fresher. If you can do it, get fresh vegetables. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you can do it, get fresh fruits. However, frozen fruits are just as good, if not better, because mm -hmm. When you take a uh, fresh uh, piece of fruit from the grocery store, you don't know how long it's taken to get to that grocery store from that tree. Mm -hmm. With frozen fruits, they're picked, they're clean, they're flash frozen. So they are oftentimes just as healthy as a fresh piece of fruit. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think a lot of people connect oh frozen fruits are just for smoothies is that something or are we talking how do you use that in different ways honestly with um uh, frozen fruits you can use them in smoothies you can use them as the basis of sauces for for your fruits i mean for you can use them as uh, a base for your sauces for desserts and such mm -hmm. you're not just limited by smoothies mm -hmm. good so like a yogurt get a plain yogurt and get a plain yogurt add that and for plain yogurt, you can often use uh, freeze-dried fruits. Mm. Just toss in a little bit of a uh, pinch or two of those, and you get a nice little crunch to your yogurt. Could you share with us a success story of someone or someone? Because I know there's a lot of people who do visit your store. But something that made you proud of the work, someone came back to you and said, you, I was like, I came to you and I really had this struggle. And what you and your team were able to provide really did this for me, really changed my life in that in this positive way. So one of the things I always come back to is this one gentleman who came in. He had some, well, he had a lot of issues with inflammation. Mm -hmm. He had a cane. He had trouble walking. Mm. We gave him a couple options of um, uh, turmeric products. I said, and my favorite turmeric product has one of, 
the best uh, deal ever because it has a money back guarantee. Mm. So it doesn't matter if you try it and it doesn't work. We get that you get your money back. Mm -hmm. But he, I said, try it. Give it a week. Give it two weeks. See how you feel. This man came back a couple of weeks later mm -hmm. without the cane. Wow. Walking just a lot better mm. and was just so much more happy. That's amazing because I think that you just touched on his mental health and his ability because it takes a lot for someone who is very active and potentially being worried now that they are, you know, hampered by some sort of illness or something to that effect. Are there times that when you have prescribed something and you second guess yourself, oh man, I wish I would have had this product versus that. Is there times or do you always have these options available? Is it is it difficult? Sometimes, especially when it comes to very, very niche and very, very complex um, ailments, mm -hmm. I often wish, oh man, I, I wish I had this product. I wish I could have suggested this, but majority of those times, those treatments, I wouldn't say treatments, those methods mm -hmm. are often very expensive, very costly. Mm -hmm. And so I often will try to use what I have on hand mm -hmm. to suggest at least to reduce some of those ailments rather than completely cover all of them. Are there things that, without giving us the secrets, but are there things that you and your team are thinking about as times are changing that you are evolving into a specific product is there any products that we should be looking out for that are up or trending if you will in that direction as a healthy alternative in some areas like right now the biggest thing is collagen mm -hmm. the biggest things aside from collagen are always going to be inflammation pain so we have quite a few products that help with that i'm going to basically throw a um uh, a name out there mm -hmm. the one of my favorite companies is terry naturally mm -hmm. namely because they all of their products tend to have a ton of research behind them mm -hmm. they're a family-owned company the owners are amazing mm -hmm. and everything that they make has research they get they give us so much support with giving us pamphlets books just so that people can read them mm -hmm. and get a little more understanding on how it works rather than just me saying, hey, take this. And that's my whole thing. Mm -hmm. I like to educate. I will go on and on and on until you stop me mm -hmm. on education because I'm not one that's because I always say, don't ever put blind faith in anything. Mm. I like to be able to prove that, hey, this works. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners in New York and around the world, are there ways that they can access your store and access these products? So herbs and spices i would just go with what you can get from local vendors mm -hmm. a lot of these supplements you can get them online mm -hmm. they are available online especially if you're not anywhere near connecticut because we only have a brick and mortar store mm -hmm. so for someone who is shopping they can always access their local you know vendors so that they can access some of these. And like, once again, I, I kind of talked about, Hershel's gonna bless us with some of the recipes, hopefully, and some of these tips that we can use. And once again, these are our views. And there's a lot of things that Herschel and his family have researched and worked with, but again, it's about staying healthy. And I think that that was the premise for this show, making sure that we did that so people have options and know that they can do this too. Um, are there any tips or strategies for our people at home that you're recommending when it comes to eating healthy or beginning to practice this way? Yeah, I always say take little steps. Oftentimes people will make the make lofty um, uh, like New Year's resolutions mm -hmm. and because they are their long-term goals, it's harder to fulfill them. So my best example is, if you were told to walk a mile or walk 10 miles, mm -hmm. it seems daunting. But now if I told you, look down, walk 10 steps, mm -hmm. that's achievable. Then you, then I tell you, look down, walk 10 more steps. And if you just keep making that small, tiny goal of 10 steps, mm -hmm. after a while, you'll, you'll look up and you notice, hey, I'm nine miles in. Mm. Earlier in the show, you really touched my heart in that you shared openly because your dad is amazing. I know him as well, but 
the fact that you opened and, and shared with us, and we are honored about that. Sometimes even when we're working with family, for those families who are working same job, sometimes as spouses and cousins and whatever, what is the advice for them when they're working in a family business? It's always been a goal. It's our dream to work together, but it's very difficult. What, what is some advice for them? Sometimes you just need to talk it out. Sometimes you need to explain to them how you're feeling. And sometimes you have to tell them, hey, I'm working on this. You need to also work with me. Mm. Yeah, thank you for that. You know, some of the some of the things that you have left us with today is about the opportunities about eating healthy and just thinking healthy. It's not necessarily spending the most money on it, is being intelligent about those moves and that there are things out there that can support something even when they run out in the store. So think about the home remedies, think about these cultures and calling people who are knowledgeable. Sometimes people from a specific background can support that. Um, is there anything that you want to have our listeners leave with when they think about you now that they hear you? What is something you want them to know about the steps? Not everyone is going to be the king of spice, but what are what are things that you think you want them to remember you by? Just that to take baby steps, take time. Nothing happens overnight. Mm. It will take a lot of time and it, it takes a lot of dedication. I really do thank you for, for coming through today. And for any people who do visit Connecticut and Stratford is nature's way. He's amazing. He's the king of spice. He's Herschel Rana. And there are things that we were able to talk about. And I'm looking forward to our continued partnership in this because I do want to expand this. And we have the ability to have more than one person join us if that is the next idea or step because it's a very important topic. People are very concerned about how to eat healthy. And I'm going to lean on you for that, hopefully in the future, when we come together and work on this. I'm so proud that you were able to join us and really honored that you took the time of your busy day to come and bless us with your knowledge. But I want everyone out there to remember that this platform was built because we were overlooked. And just like Herschel Rana, we got to take it step by step. We got to think about the people who are with us, and many times they're going to challenge us. That doesn't mean that they don't love us. This platform was built because many a times we were overlooked and we were put in boxes, but no longer because our plight is for anyone and everyone who feels a need to be understood. We are strong as individuals, but unstoppable when we unite. Keep tuning in and keep looking for us. The He's Just a Social Worker movement is coming to a town near you very soon. We out. Please note that the views expressed here are my own and not a representation of my employers and clients. Thank you for listening. We're always here for you. Just message us and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Thank you. More than just at He's Just a Social Worker.